0: I yeah. I wonder how good their eyesight is. <laughs> <laughs> While on safari with Peter, my younger brother, We stayed at a lodge in Sabo West National Park, that was right beside a spring, where a large number of Cape buffalo come to drink, play, and hang out. It was amazing watching these huge, beautiful creatures with my brother and imagining what they're thinking. How they're communicating and interacting with each other.
1: Oh, wow. What shots do you have to get to go there?
0: How interesting. Where is that? Hmm. What languages do they speak there? I'm Megan Mason Dister, and this is Nine Months in Kenya, a podcast about my life living in Nairobi, Kenya for nine months as a Fulbright English teaching assistant. And the big reasons I originally decided to come to Tanzania to study abroad in the spring of 2017 was because of the wildlife. The theme of my study abroad program was wildlife conservation and political ecology. It related directly to my area of study at UVA, global studies and environments and sustainability, along with being in an area of the world that fascinated me. About two out of my four months in Tanzania were spent studying wildlife in national parks in Tanzania, and learning and practicing environmental field work. I was in the elephant group, so I spent amazing days with my group studying elephants in the wild. It gave me a huge appreciation for these amazing animals, learning about their social groups, seeing them interact and play with each other, watching them graze, nurse, knock down trees, play and walk following their matriarch. It was powerful to be with a group of 23 people we're all incredibly passionate about wildlife and environmentalism and to be able to share in the awe of these animals and environments with them The political ecology part of the program was also very impactful because it helped me think critically about the human relationship to wildlife. We discussed and learned about the history of peoples who lived on the land, now part of national parks or reserves, or around them. It made me consider why we conserve land and animals, along with the motivations behind this conservation. National parks in Tanzania and Kenya originated as game reserves for wealthy colonists to come and hunt the exotic wildlife. The British colonial government officially established the national park system in Kenya, and they continued after independence, blossoming into a large ecotourism industry that grosses $1.5 USD per year. This history forces one to reckon with the reality that parks are conserved for tourism in a lot of ways, specifically for mostly white, European, and American tourists. This is not necessarily a bad thing, but means that one needs to think critically about the people who are removed from these natural areas to create the pristine wildlife that tourists, like me, come to visit. In Kenya, I've been lucky enough to visit six different national parks on field trips with my students and on vacation with my friends and brother. When traveling to three different national parks with my younger brother, Peter, I had an almost constant internal conflict because I was consistently treated as a wealthy foreign tourist throughout the trip. Someone who doesn't know Kiswahili and it was here to consume all the beauty Africa has to offer, along with its exotic cultures, and then leave. In some ways, this characterization of me is accurate. I was a tourist on this trip, and I'm wealthy in comparison to many Kenyans. I am here to take advantage of the beautiful wildlife of Kenya and learn about Kenyan culture, but I want to do it in a deeper way with a connection to Kenyans while I do this. I truly love wildlife and spending time in natural landscapes, but I want to try to do this in a nuanced way, where I'm thinking about my role, and the historical role of white settlers in this place. I've also been lucky enough to go on four different field trips with my school to different parks in Kenya. Yeah. Um, so why, why does this school spend money on taking these students on field trips to the national parks in Kenya?
1: Okay, you know, these girls need exposure and uh, apart from what we normally teach them here in school they also need to hear it from someone else then also familiarize with the environment what the nature has provided mm-hmm. so we normally take them to national parks so that they can learn more on how to manage and conserve the environment mm-hmm. and also to, to to take care of the wild animals Especially the endangered species like uh, wild rhino, rhino, and uh, the elk. Mm-hmm. So they learn a lot when we take them to the national parks. Right,
0: way more practical knowledge. Yeah, more practical
1: knowledge to, and to to, to, to to familiarize with the environment. What nature has provided. Okay, my name is uh, Isaiah simeo Anyonye, and I'm, uh, I'm the patron of the Wildlife Club in Nairobi Museum Academy. Uh, I, I, I took over this club in uh, 2016. Yeah, okay. so I've been the patron from 2016 uh, up to now. Okay.
0: Okay. And why did you decide to become the patron of the wildlife club?
1: Oh well, I'm uh, just just out of passion. I like taking uh, the envir- I like keeping the environment clean and ensuring that uh, we, we live in a, in, in a clean environment. And I've, I've been doing this since primary school. Mm-hmm. I was in environment club, high school, I was in environment club, wow. even in college, <laughs>
0: nice.
1: now I'm the patron. So it's something that I've been doing out of passion. Right. And so I like keeping the environment clean. I like sitting in a, a clean environment. Okay, Kenya, um, compared to other countries, we try as much as possible to, to keep our environment clean. Uh, unlike other countries, I, I, I'm not mentioned, but... Uh,
0: <laughs> like Compared <what>? to <laughs> other countries,
1: <laughs> we, we are ahead to... eh? okay. in terms of environmental management and uh, keeping the environment clean. Right. So we are at the forefront, ensuring that uh, we keep our environment clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, you know, we, without uh, the national parks, uh, we, we 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 were facing some challenges, especially the animal uh, the, the, the the animal life uh, animal human being conflict. Eh? Mm-hmm. So the government decided to come up with the park so that they can they can keep these animal animals so that they don't interfere with the 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 the, 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 the human life outside. Right. Then also. We we had poachers, eh? Mm -hmm. so they were killing these animals, especially the lion. But sorry, not not the lion, the elephant for the Mm tusker. So the national parks helped a lot in uh, in protecting these animals from attack by the poachers. Then also the animals themselves from attacking the 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 the, the human beings outside. Then also destroying the crops. Especially the elephant. Uh, there was an instant where, an instant where, an elephant skipped out of the park, and it went to a farm. It destroyed everything in that mm-hmm. farm. You can imagine the loss yeah. that farmer incurred.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so the parks they have helped a lot. Okay. Uh, we, we, are, we we are not yet where we are supposed to be, right. um, but we are trying uh, to, to to ensure that. We, we we do what is right yeah. in terms of managing the environment and uh, also conserving it and uh, taking care of the animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that is something that we are looking up to. Every Kenyan citizen is looking up to that. Mm-hmm. You know, our future de- generation, without us doing what we are doing now, they will not see these elephants. Right. Yeah, they will not see these white wi- white rhinos. They will just be hearing of. There was, there was, yeah. you know, yeah. so that is something that we, need, we, need to, we, we are doing with, full for, with the full force as citizens of this country. Okay, tourism in Kenya, uh, it is something that uh, has benefited a lot uh, in terms of revenue mm-hmm. for this nation, but uh, we have challenges that uh, we experience, especially the security there was a time when uh, tourists saw Kenya as a as, as, as a as a country where you can be attacked anytime mm-hmm. so they decided to go elsewhere mm-hmm. and uh, you now the revenue now we depend much on tourism okay. and so we, we 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 beefed up the security and uh, now it is okay mm-hmm. and uh, I, 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 can, it, it, tourism is the ma- major income for this nation. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, yeah, do you think the students value conservation of the environment?
1: Yes, they do. And I've seen these uh, when we normally have activities of clean-up. We normally clean our school environment. So they come out strongly. Mm -hmm. in doing that exercise and even we go outside the school environment and we clean up an area. So they come up in large numbers and uh, they also do it with a lot of uh, enthusiasm.
0: Um, How did the students react when they are in the national parks? That was the the nice experience that I've
1: uh, ever seen, Uh, especially when we went to Nakuru. They were very happy especially when they saw the animals they have never seen real in real in reality that is uh, you know some of these animals like the elephant they normally see it in movies and uh, on photographs and so on so they 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 they, 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 they felt very good they very, very, very happy when they saw the animals in real sense mm-hmm. yeah when they, they some of them they were even uh, they wanted to touch the animal, but, you know, <laughs> yeah, they can't, right? yeah. <laughs> So that happiness, I saw the, them being happy when they saw the, the animals.
0: I love being able to share in the joy and discovery of the natural world with my students. I spent a field trip to Nakuru National Park, passing my wildlife handbook around the bus, discussing and identifying animals the whole time with 50 excited and engaged teenagers. As I hiked through Hell's Gate National Park, and Mount Longin National Park with my students, I encouraged and often physically supported them as they sometimes struggled through, but consistently were in awe of the landscape around them. On one field trip, as we descended into the incredible Rift Valley, one of my students asked me if we have the Rift Valley in the United States. I was surprised and responded, no, trying to convey to this student just how unique and amazing the geography of Kenya is. I found that many of my students have a huge amount of national pride in the wildlife and parks in Kenya. It's often a theme brought up in our English textbook, and they write about it a good deal. So, this is what encourages me about the national park system in Kenya. Beyond the sheer joy I still have, driving through parks, seeing lion cubs playing, giraffes eating thorny acacia leaves, antelope grazing, and of course elephants slowly moving through the parks majestically, I have loved seeing the joy it brings my students to see these parks and amazing animals. my students are i'm sure lucky because they attend a private school that has many resources to use to take these students on field trips but it does seem like a thing that many schools in kenya try to partake in because i see a plethora of buses and students at many of the parks i visited this gives me hope and the appreciation many of these students will develop about their environment Mm -hmm. and pride in Kenya's natural wonders as something that needs to be conserved, not just for international tourism, but because they value it as part of their home. I want to thank some of you for letting me interview you and for you and the students welcoming me into the Wildlife and Environmental Club at NMA. Thank you to Peter for coming to visit me in Kenya and tolerating my constant recording during a safari. My brief history of parks in Kenya comes from an article titled The History and Evolution of National Parks in Kenya by Mungumi Bakari-Chongwa. Thank you all so much for listening, and I will hopefully have another podcast released sometime in the next month. Please do reach out if you have any questions or suggestions for certain things you would like me to focus on in coming episodes about living in Nairobi. Talk to you soon.